In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Mr. Thompson, what is your personal opinion? Do you think that Donald Trump committed a crime and would you prefer that the Justice Department investigate him or even indicted him? Well, I prefer that we complete our work and share that work with the Department of Justice and uh, they will make that call after that. They're the prosecutors, not the legislators. But do you feel like you have evidence to show that he committed a crime? That's not why we work. We, we, we're looking for the facts and circumstances that brought about January 6th. We're legislators. And that's, that's what we're doing. Now, Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren told our colleague Annie Greer that there is indeed evidence that the Trump associates and Trump himself benefited personally, financially, from all of these claims of election fraud. And when asked about this by our colleague Jake Tapper, Lofgren uh, said that there was a $60,000 uh, speech, $60,000 was given to Kim Guilfoyle, who's uh, Donald uh, Trump Jr.'s uh, fiance. Come on, and get it out, guy. There, uh, she spoke for two and a half minutes at that so-called Stop the Steal rally before the insurrection here at the Capitol. That is one piece of evidence the committee potentially here will lay out in the coming days and weeks ahead. And also questions about what is next for this committee. Today, there was a, the committee was thrown for a bit of a loop when Bill Steppian, that top Trump campaign official, 
could not appear at the last minute because his wife was going into labor. They did show video clip uh, of his sworn deposition behind closed doors. They do not plan to call him forward to come testify. They also don't plan to have Bill Barr, the former attorney general, come in. They say the video evidence that he gave today that was featured prominently was enough for them to make their argument here that everybody around Donald Trump, at least the people very close to him, were saying that it was, the election was not stolen, but Trump was not listening. Victor. Manu Raju for us. A.K.A. Trump wins again. Folks, not only do they have no authority, not only is it not their role, but the J6 committee is falling apart so badly that they have canceled tomorrow morning's hearings or tomorrow's hearings period. There are no hearings tomorrow and they will reconvene on Thursday. Why? Because it's falling apart. There's no new evidence. There's nothing new. The only thing that's new is you might hear a few different words from Yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney. You might hear a few different words from Rosie Cheeks uh, Adam Schiff. You might hear a few different words from ankle biter Adam Kinzinger. But other than that, there's nothing new. Nothing to see here, folks. And they know they're screwed. They know they're screwed because less than 5% of the United States of America tuned in to their sham hearing on Monday. They know it's over. It's over, Rover. Send Trump right over. <laughs> Folks, you're not going to be able to defeat good with evil. All evil that is done in darkness will be exposed. And we're actually going to be talking about that today on our uh, morning newsletter, which is the verse of the day today as well. But it's, it, there was no way they could ever win. And I, can, I, I know that this was the case from the very beginning because you can't beat God. You can't beat God. And if you look at each side of the, of the, of the divide in this country right now, let me ask you, which side is God on? Or better yet, let's not put it that way because God's on the side of all of his children. Which side believes in God and Jesus Christ? Because I very highly doubt that the side that does not want him in their schools, does not want them in their families, does not want him in their lives, are not the ones that are winning. It is us, ladies and gentlemen. Stop with this sham January 6th unselect committee. It's not going anywhere. They're not going to be bringing any more star witnesses other than the fake ones they already have. And this entire attempt is only to try to drag Donald Trump's name through the mud and continue to try to brainwash the court of public opinion that orange man still bad orange man supporters terrorists and we need to stop them at all costs folks you are locked and loaded right here on live from america god bless you for being here thank you very much i am your ever so humble god fearing and god loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire it is a blessing it is an absolute blessing of mine to do this job for each and every one of you. We are very, very high on that leaderboard on Rumble. So if you are watching Rumble on the app, ladies and gentlemen, and watch this. If you're watching on the app, right down here, there's a little like a little lightning thing, and then it'll say leaderboard. You click that leaderboard, and you'll see who's on the 24-hour leaderboard for Rumbles, Okay. Dan Bongino is always on number one because he's a big part of the company. Number two is always Steven Crowder. Folks, we could easily be at number three with how many people watch this show. 
So if you guys could do me that favor and that solid and just rumble this video, I would appreciate it very, very much. And if you're watching on Getter and you do have a rumble account, just come over real quick and sign in and give me a rumble. I would appreciate that. Uh, Also, ladies and gentlemen, it is Flag Day today. So happy Flag Day. Uh, Make sure that you have those flags waving outside of your homes. Let everybody know it is Flag Day. And that flag represents something that no other country has ever experienced. That flag represents people who have died so that we could be doing this today. That flag represents freedom. That flag represents courage. And you want to know something else? That flag represents God. So fly that flag loud and proud. And I'm not talking about the pride flag. I'm talking about the original pride flag. And that is the proud, uh, the, pride, uh, the, the pride you feel when you can uh, spread the gospel and, uh, and, and fly that red, white, and blue flag. Also, folks, we are going to be uh, doing some, some uh, crowdfunding today for the Slurp Fund. I'd like to read you today's recipient or this week's recipient of the Slurp Fund. For those who we sent checks out to, if you've got your check in the mail, please let us know in the comment section that you got it and it arrived on time and, uh, and that you have it, okay? Um, all right, here we go. This is Samantha Lane. If you're watching Samantha Lane, uh, today we'll be raising money for you. Um, outside of the money that's already been raised. And if, and, if you're, and if you want to send it in for Live from America, make sure you specify, okay? But we're raising money on Rumble Rants today. Here we go. Hi, Jeremy. My husband and I have been watching your show on RAV since it first aired. You've been a guest on uh, Studio 6B, and we're excited to have something besides the repeat of the morning news after the guys. And we've been pleasantly surprised by what a great show you have, and I couldn't help but notice that sometimes you ask people to help others and I imagine you're getting bombarded with requests like this so it's probably a long shot but I thought I would try my husband is one of the biggest Trump supporters I know he is a patriot and since um, uh, he's been uh, he's got 11,000 followers on Twitter and since before 2016 the election he has been influencing he has been an influencing force for good on Twitter he's only 44 years old and in October he was diagnosed with stage 3 um, cancer. We have a six-year-old and, and, a, and a four-year-old. So while news like this is devastating anyway, when you have little kids, it's even more horrible. He's been fighting hard and going through chemotherapy for months. He's about to start a six-week radiation treatment uh, and pill for form of chemo. We will have to drive round trip almost 150 miles uh, to get to his appointment each day. And we've been reaching out to friends and family because the cost of gas here in California is so high. It makes my head spin trying to figure out how we're going to manage this. My sister put together a give, send, go for us, and it would mean more than I can even say if you could even just share this on your social media page. We're going to do one better for you. She says, I understand your people have been barding you, and if, and if it's not possible, just pray for us. We're going to do something better. We're going to raise money for you and your family, okay? So today I am releasing $300 from the Slurp Fund to help these folks through their tough times and through these high gas prices in California. If you can find it in your heart today on Rumble Rants or anywhere else to send in some money for Samantha Lane and her family, we would greatly appreciate it, and we will post-haste get that money out to them as quick as possible so that they can have some kind of relief 
when it comes to what they're going through right now. We'll also pray for you, Samantha, and uh, just know that we're here for you, and that's what the Lord calls us to do. The Lord calls us to help others, and that's what we do. So God bless you, and we'll be here trying to do whatever we can, okay? Let's uh, let's go to the uh, the Lord this morning and for the morning newsletter, which I titled Standing Up for What's Right, and that's exactly that's exactly what we do here on this channel. We might get off the beaten path sometimes, we might have some anger here and there, and we might explode once in a while, but we're always here to help others, standing up for what's right. Hello and good morning. It's Tuesday, June 14th, year of our Lord, 2022, and the evil people in this world are being exposed by us, and in turn, their true colors are showing. You know, it's, ex- it's actually our job to expose them to the general public. That is what Paul says in Ephesians, which we will read today. That is why I left my IT job to do this on faith. There was no guarantee that you will donate to this cause and keep me employed. There is no guarantee that you will help fund Life from America and keep our producer employed. We took this step on a leap of faith because I trust in God because his promises to provide even in famine are real. And so far, he has not let us down. I am so thankful to him and all of you who know where we go, or who knows where we go from here, but you can bet it will be directed by God on his timing, not our own. Verse of the day, Ephesians 5, 11 through 14. Again, Ephesians 5, 11 through 14. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them, says Paul. It is, a shame, it is shameful to even talk about the things that the ungodly people do in secret. But their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, quote, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. That's a powerful, powerful verse from Ephesians. Paul is telling us, That as Christians, it is our duty to stand up for what is right and be the light in people's lives. But he also tells us to take it one step further and expose the evil that is done in the darkness. Why? Because if we just sit back in silence, like the church as a whole has done for decades, then our silence will be interpreted as approval which is why the world thinks that throwing their kids to a drag queen who just got done twerking for them is okay and acceptable. Newsflash, it's not. God needs his people to take a stand for what is right. Christians must lovingly speak out for what is true and right. And yes, even be prepared to defend it with physical force if need be. That is our job. That is our duty. With Christ, all things are possible, and we will win this spiritual battle for our children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, let's go to the Lord now. Please remove your hat if you're wearing one. Thank you for the help for Samantha Lane and her family. And now let's all keep them in our mind, and let's think of the foot of the cross while we say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, I want to tell you something. Our goal this year was to get up to $40,000 for the whole year. Do you realize that we are now close to $30,000 that we have raised this year? Already in the first six months of 2022, we are already almost to $30,000, which is where we were all year last year. We have done that together. We have done that with my voice, my platform given to us by God, your funding, your love, your compassion, and your desire to make America great again. And for that, I am ever so thankful for you allowing me to be a part of this wonderful, wonderful thing we call the Live from America family. Give me one second here, folks. I have a, uh, a quick little technical difficulty that I have to uh, fix so that I can keep up with the, uh, the chat. So just hang on one second here. All right. Seem to be okay. Yes, it's definitely amazing and all glory to God that we've already sent out that much money. That is a crazy, crazy amount for little old life from America. Folks, if you're just joining in, please sign in and rumble this video. Let's get this. We need 3,000 rumbles. That's where we want to be. 3,000 rumbles every show, and we'll be golden, okay? All right, folks, you ready to rumble? I know I'm ready to rumble. Happy Flag Day. Put your cups up, and let's have our first slurp. Thank you, Kelly Lynn. She says, Jeremy looks good in that shade of blue. I appreciate that, and I love you. God bless you. Look at all these wonderful donations coming in for Samantha's family. All right, folks. We are going to start out the day with one of the most popular segments here on Live from America. I know you all love it. (laughs) Eli loves it. Everybody loves it. And everybody thinks that I look like Jack Black. But... There it is, folks. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. We've got some rhino hunting to start out today, so let's go ahead and get through the rhino hunting segment while I wear my Jack Black-looking hat. <laughs> let's get into it. We're going to start out the day asking and pleading Donald J. Trump. As silly as I look with this hat on right now, Donald J. Trump, please, please rescind your endorsement of Kevin McCarthy a.k.a. Kevin McCoward. It needs to happen, and it needs to happen right now. And let me just go and play you something, folks, something you may have seen before, something you may have not seen before. Either way, it needs to be played. This is why uh, Donald Trump needs to rescind his endorsement of Kevin McCoward. Because when Rachel Maddow, excuse me, when Richard Maddow actually understands what happened on January 6th better than you do, well, then you may not be fit to be the minority leader and you're darn sure not fit to be the speaker of the House. Check out this video that I have put together for you. The idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. And the people who, as you say, did the initial 
breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. The president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. The idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, they never even went to that rally. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. That rally was very far from the Capitol. They never even went to that rally. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. They never even went to that rally. There's many times we can get heated. I still consider Stinney Hoyer a very good friend. There's times I get upset. I'll call him at home. Joining me now, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer. Particularly towards the end where he said the election was stolen, which was obviously absolutely false. There was no evidence of the election being stealing, but that was his premise. This president uh, organized a mob and uh, sent them, deployed them to the capital of the United States. They never even went to that rally. But nobody has a right to become a mob. And we all should stand united in condemning the mob together. As Liz Cheney said, uh, she said he, he summoned the mob, he assembled the mob, and, in the, and uh, inflamed them for this attack. The people who stormed this building believed they were acting on the wishes and instructions of their president. That rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. They never even went to that rally. False statements, conspiracy theories, and reckless hyperbole, which the defeated president kept shouting into the largest megaphone on planet Earth. The people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. I understand the FBI has already made at least 100 arrests, and the Justice Department reports more than 275 persons under investigation, a number that is climbing fast. I want to commend the work of the department to swiftly investigate and bring offenders to justice. They never even went to that rally. What we saw last week was not the American way. Neither is the continued rhetoric that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. Let's be clear. Joe Biden will be sworn in as president of the United States in one week because he won the election. Now, President Trump, I know I've never interviewed you. I know I'm just little old Jeremy Harrell from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. But I know you know who I am. I know you know my show. And if anybody out there would please get this to our president and let him know your endorsement of Kevin McCarthy is in direct contrast to everything that you have us out here doing since November 4th, which is fighting for our country, fighting for our traditions, fighting for the Constitution, fighting for the rule of law and ridding our system of corrupt Republican in name only losers. Mr. President, please rescind and take back your endorsement of that pathetic loser known as Kevin McCoward. You just seen right there, I just showed you Kevin McCarthy, minority leader of the House, and Mitch McConnell, minority leader in the Senate, both leaders in the Republican Party, both of them spew the same CNN regurgitated propaganda that you hear Don Lamont and Anderson Pooper say every single night. Now, I know people say I think Trump has a plan. I can't seem to wrap my mind around what that plan is 
Because even if it is Democrats voting in rhino primaries, Kevin McCarthy is in, is in California for crying out loud. I don't know. I'm not happy about it. And I would rather have President Trump be straight up and honest with what he's doing than doing things in secret and this, that, and the other. Just be ultra MAGA. Just be ultra MAGA. And with God on your side, you can't lose. Do not start playing politics. You're not going to beat these politics by playing politics. It's not the way this one works. Fighting fire with fire just makes more fire. Okay? We need to switch up our strategy here. This is just my opinion. Everybody might have a different one. That's okay. But that guy needs to go. Now, we're not done rhino hunting. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, folks, we're going after Fox News' largest rhino that they have. And that is the very... Sean Hannity, what else can I say? I was going to really, really, really go in on that dude right there. I was really going to insult him in a way that I probably shouldn't have done, so which is why I stopped. Sean Hannity needs to go. And if Sean Hannity doesn't go, then anybody who watches Sean Hannity um, needs to stop. You got to stop now, okay? What I found out last night about Sean Hannity actually made me sick to my stomach. Now, I have heard Sean Hannity say some pretty stupid things before about the election. He does not think the election was stolen. He does not think the election was rigged. Not in any way, shape, or form. Why? Because he's a rhino. And I never knew that Hannity was as big as a rhino until these last two years when everybody's been exposed. Okay? You ready for this? Here we go. (sighs) Hannity and Trump were apparently discussing ways to address the potential fallout in the wake of hundreds of pro-Trump supporters breaching the Capitol in an attempt to what I say is blocking an illegal transfer of power. According to one text message from Sean Hannity, one pitch in particular seemed to pique the former president's interest. And by the way, this was reported by Jack Posobiec as well. He's the one who really got this out last night. Issuing a last-minute presidential pardon in order to give a olive branch, an olive branch to the left, so that they would ease back on their illegal transfer of power, number one, and their illegal, very illegal and very biased investigations into Trump in the future. Sean Hannity asked President Trump, ready to puke, to pardon Hunter Biden. He literally asked President Trump to pardon Hunter Biden of the crimes that were committed on the laptop. To pardon Hunter Biden from any tax problems, any violations of the law, as an an olive branch to the left so they wouldn't come at him. This is a text message that was revealed, and I saw it last night, from Jack Posobiec. And I love Jack. Jack's a great guy. But when you are literally asking the President of the United States, who was a victim of a coup, to steal an election by way of COVID or whatever else, and you're asking him to pardon Hunter Biden 
from any crimes that he may, that he had already committed and after seeing that laptop knowing what he's done on that laptop knowing to who he's done it to knowing that he has victims and you ask president trump to pardon that kind of scum just so you don't get political backlash straight scum he was intrigued by the pardon idea Hannity wrote to McEnany, according to the text messages released by the January 6th committee. Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine were at the center of Trump's pressure campaign on the Ukrainian government in 2019, which led to the former president's first impeachment in early 2020. Though he currently faces a federal investigation, Hunter Biden has not been charged and denied any wrongdoing. A source told the Daily Beast that the pardon suggestion wasn't originally Hannity's idea, but he brought it to Trump because he generally wanted to do some healing. Some healing? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Do you think an olive branch to the left over Hunter Biden's crimes is going to bring healing and unity? Sean Hannity has turned out to be the biggest disappointment in conservative talk radio in conservative hosts of a show or even a conservative voice as a matter of fact the great rush limbaugh i would bet is rolling over in his grave right now if it wasn't for rush limbaugh there would be no sean hannity there would be no jeremy harrell But yet, Sean Hannity wants to take the road of a Lindsey Graham. Sean Hannity wants to take the path of a mom jeans Mitt Romney. What happened to that guy? Has he always been a rhino and we just didn't understand the difference between Republicans and rhinos until Trump? Or did the guy change as Fox News changed? I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a little bit of both. But I know one thing. He doesn't deserve a conservative's views. I'm not going to say he does not deserve respect because he's a human being. And I believe he believes, I I think he he believes in God. But he does not deserve your viewership. Um, I got a note from our producer and I apologize for for bringing this up in between a story where I just went off, but it it, it does take precedence. Uh, Carol Baker, who watches the show, Uh, Her 17-year-old grandson passed away in a car accident. Folks, this is like three deaths in the Live from America family in the last week. The only thing that we can do is pray that they were in a relationship with Jesus when they went. And let's pray for their families. Carol Baker, we just want to say we love you. God bless you. We're sorry that happened to your family. And we ask God to help you heal during this time of mourning and despair. Sorry that happened. Like I said, I hate to I hate to bust into a a story where I'm ranting, uh, but that takes that takes precedence. Anyway, uh, long story short, folks, you know he gets it. Sean Hannity, you get it today. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Yesterday I give Sonia Sotomayor the smarty of the day. And today I give Sean Hannity the dumb, dumb award of the day. And you don't think the world is upside down, backwards and crazy. It definitely is. All right, folks, we've got another depressing story here, but it is news and we need to know about it because now it is no longer coincidence. 
Bannon says it all the time. There are no coincidences, folks. I don't think there's any coincidences here either. Because yet another, another major blow to the U.S. food market as another fire breaks out at another food processing plant west of Wapaka uh, County in Wisconsin. Wapaka or Wapaka? Anybody from Wisconsin, please let me know about the proper pronunciation of that. Uh, uh, if, if it's Wap- Wapaka or Wapaka. A fire ignited inside a food manufacturing facility in the town of Belmont near the Portage, Wapaka County, Wisconsin, on Monday. Multiple fire departments responded to a fire at Festive Foods on County Highway D around 9 a.m. And it was reported by WSAWTV. Wapaka. Okay, thank you very much. Wapaka. The company owner and president, Mike Holmgren, said the cause of the fire is still under what? investigation the crew tried to put out the fire for almost nine hours since it started according to an update from news nine the owner of festive foods says he's grateful for the emergency responders and their dedication providing a glimpse into how the fire might may have started it was in the back of the building up the roof line he explained holmgren says over 100 employees were working in the building at the time of the fire all were able to evacuate safely praise god Holmgren says it's too early to tell what rebuilding might look like. There's damages, yes, he said over the phone, so we have to assess how quickly we can rebuild. Everybody is very committed. Everybody is very safe and at home with their families right now, praise God, and we will support them through this. Contrary to early reports, there's no concern of chlorine or chemical exposure through smoke at the plant, which was reported earlier. But I think we do have a clip uh, of, yes, we do have a clip uh, given to... Uh, from, uh, from the, uh, local news network. So let's see if we can, Well, no, we're not going to be able to get to it, but all right, long story short, they just reported on everything that I just told you. Festive Foods is located in Wapaka, Wisconsin, and is part of the animal slaughtering and processing industry. Based on the data from Dunn and Bradstreet, the company has over 150 total employees across all its locations. That's a lot of people, folks. Festive Foods Manufacturing Facility is leading co-packer of frozen pizza and stuffed appetizers. Our frozen pizzas are prepared by chefs and not robots, it says on their Facebook page. The company did release a statement regarding the incident, basically saying everything that I said. And they said this was a large job to tackle and we're grateful for all who were involved. It was a devastating uh, to sit and watch the build that we have put all, uh, all of us have put so many years into go up into flames. But at this time, our plan is to regroup and rebuild. Folks, do you think that this is a, do you think this is a coincidence at this point? Or do you think that this is um, an actual, uh, an orchestrated effort to continue to destroy our supply chain, to continue to destroy everything that private industries are responsible for in this free market that we call the United States of America and in an attempt to rely on the government for energy, to rely on the government for safety, to rely on the government for food and water. Do you think that this is a coincidence or an orchestrated effort? Because I'm going to give you a list right now of U.S. plants that have been destroyed, damaged, or impacted by accidental fires, disease, or general causes recently. A fire that destroyed a 75,000-square-foot processing plant in Fayetteville. A fire ignited inside the Smithfield Foods pork processing plant in Monmouth, Illinois. Three-alarm fire at Kellogg plant in Memphis. 170 emergency personnel responded to the call. Firefighters on Friday battled a large uh, fire at Tyson's River Valley Ingredients plant 
in Hansville, Alabama. Fire crews were called to pa- uh, uh, Paddock Meat Production Company in Ewing Road in Austell. A fire at the JBS Beef Plant in Grand Island, Nebraska forced a halt to slaughter and fabrication lines. A five-alarm rip uh, fire ripped through the Darragold Butter Production Plant in Caldwell, Idaho. A woman is in custody following a fire at the Girard County Food Pantry. A fire broke out at the Made, uh, Made Right State Company Meat Processing Plant. Westside Food Processing Plant in San Antonio left with smoke damages after a fire. Damage to a poultry processing plant in Hamilton's Mountains following an overnight fire. Firefighters worked for 12 hours to put out a fire at the Cargill Neutrina plant in Louisiana. A fertilizer plant with 600 tons of uh, ammonium nitrate inside caught fire on Cherry Street in Winston-Salem. Another massive fire swept through Wisconsin River Meats in Mauston. At least 130 cows were killed in a fire in Parsi Farm in Stowe. Bonanza Meat Company goes up in flames in El Paso, Texas. I'm just reading you headlines, folks. Headline after headline after headline. And it's not done. There's more. Nearly a week after the fire destroyed most of the Shearer's Foods plant in Hermiston, um, a fire broke out at the U.S. largest soybean processing plant and biodiesel plant in Claypool, Indiana. Uh, Another fire tore through the milk parlor at Best View Farm. Three people were injured and one hospitalized after an ammonia leak at Lincoln Premium Poultry in Fremont. By the way, folks, this is all within the last year. I'm reading you headlines within the last year. The Shearer's Foods plant in Hermiston caught fire after a propane boiler exploded. A smolding pile of sulfur quickly became a raging chemical fire at Nutrient AG Solutions. Oh, there's so much more. Um, Shadowbrook Farm and Dutch Girl Creamery. Another... uh, 294,000 chickens destroyed at a farm in Stoddard, Missouri. 650,000 chickens destroyed in an egg farm in Cecil, Maryland. 250,000 chickens destroyed in an egg farm in Delaware. 660,000 chickens destroyed at an egg farm in Cecil, Maryland. A million chickens destroyed at an egg farm in Taylor, Iowa. Um, Folks, it just keeps going. I could read, let me see, I've got 97 of them. 97 food processing plants or major farms have been destroyed by fire or some kind of other ammonia leak or something tragic in the last year. 97 of them. I could read them and just keep going if you'd like me to. Long story short, my question to you is, at this point, do you think that this is a coincidence or do you think that this is an orchestrated effort? Long story short, folks, it's bad news bears for the already depleted United States of America. And it's happening under Biden, and it's happening under Democrats. Remember that, independence. Jeremy, any idea why I cannot send money through Rumble? I don't know. You, uh, you have to be logged in, number one, and you have to be on the uh, website on your laptop or the browser on your phone, not through the app. I don't think you can do it through the app. But you have to be logged in and you have to be doing it, I know, on, at least on the, uh, the laptop computer version or the browser version on your phone. And I appreciate you asking. Please rumble the video. Now, this, uh, folks, Biden says it all the time. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. So whether you believe Biden is legitimately there or not, whether you believe he's mentally stable or not, Everything that you are experiencing right now is happening under the Biden administration, failed, illegitimate or not. 
The highest gas prices on record. The highest debt on record. The stock market crashing. 401k is gone. The bottom falling out of literally everything that we have of our infrastructure. Trucks not being able to go anywhere. Shelves completely empty. Baby formula gone. Tampons. I said yesterday, hell hath no woman, uh, fury like a woman scorned. All of this is under Democrats. So think about that. Think about that the next time you want to go and have a discussion or a debate or an argument with a conservative because you clearly don't know what you're doing. Now, speaking of this illegitimate Biden administration, behind closed doors, they're doing something very different than they're doing in front of cameras in literally every aspect that we can talk about. But you want to know one of the biggest hypocritical moves by the Biden administration? And that is in front of the cameras saying, Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad, link to Trump, Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad. Okay? Don't buy from Russia. Cripple the Russian economy. Cripple the Russian currency, which, by the way, is at its highest and strongest point it's ever been. The ruble right now is the strongest or at least among the strongest times it has ever had and that has ever seen. Good job, Biden. Way to go. Just like Trump told the entire um, European uh, area, uh, region, he said, if you If you rely on Russia for your gas and oil, one of these days you're going to be absolutely screwed. And he's right. But you want to know what the Biden administration is doing behind closed doors? They are quietly urging urging companies in America and around the world to purchase Russian fertilizer. I bet you're not going to hear that on your on your upcoming press conference with the with the sniffer and thief. Resident Corn Pop. Come on. The Biden administration has been quietly urging agricultural and shipping companies to buy and carry more Russian fertilizer, according to Bloomberg, citing people familiar with the efforts. The effort is part of a complex and difficult negotiation underway involving the United Nations to boost delivery of fertilizer, grain and other farm products from Russia and Ukraine that have been disrupted by this fake and very boring war where people are going to the beach and getting suntans. When are people going to wake up and realize that everything that's going on is a complete lie? We're living in the Truman Show. Nothing is real. And these people just run us around like sheep, getting our emotions up and down, up and down, up and down while they're raping our wallets and our children. That's what's really going on. Look over here at these bad Russia people. Look over here. Put a Ukraine flag up on your, on your, uh, on your profile. Wait, never mind. It's Pride Month. Put the Pride Month flag up there. Meanwhile, let's rape your kids and your wallets and destroy your futures. That's what's really going on. Behind closed doors, the Biden administration is urging the world to actually purchase more from Russia while they're telling you Russia, Russia bad. Absolutely asinine and preposterous. And anybody out there who said, I voted for Biden, needs to be slapped. Not really. We don't need to be going around and slapping people, but that's what they need because it might just wake them up out of that very bad nightmare that we're all living in. Now, meanwhile, Democrats have been asked, do you think Biden is going to run again? And if so, do you support him? You know what they have to say? Absolutely nothing about it. They know that Biden is not going to run again, whether it's because of his mental collapse or whether it's because of his terrible policies and his, and his reputation. Nobody wants the guy here. Nobody wanted to go to his rallies. He couldn't even fill his stupid little circles that were six feet apart. The guy can't speak. He can't put together a full coherent sentence if, 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 if he tried. The only thing he knows is how to crap his pants and eat ice cream. That is it. So they know 
that this guy's done. They know his political capital's trash. He's got the lowest approval rating of any president in modern history. Jimmy Carter looks like the best president that ever walked to the earth compared to this moron. And his mental health is absolutely collapsed. So when AOC was asked about this the other day, she very cleverly avoided answering the question. I got my own race to worry about. You're dang right you do. You're dang right you do. You got your own race to worry about. But even old mean Jean Corrine herself, the most boring press secretary that has ever, ever been in front of the TV on that podium. Ladies and gentlemen, matter of fact, if mean Jean Corrine Pierre was a war, she would be the, re- the fake Ukraine-Russia war. She's that boring. But anyway, she was on Don Lamont's CNN loser show that has no viewers on it. And when he asked her, is Biden running again? <laughs> Watch what she said. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh, my gosh. He's the president of the United States. You know, it, he, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. Uh, that, is, I, 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 that is not a question that we should be even asking. Just look <laughs> at the work that he does. Look what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American public. Look, that, what, that, that, that article that we're talking about is hearsay. It's salacious. That's not what we care about. We care about how are we going to deliver for the American people? How are we going to make their lives better? That's what the president talks about. That is his focus. Uh, and that's where we're going to continue uh, to, to focus on. Uh, I can't believe you're even asking me that question. He's the president of the United States. Yeah, cool. We've established that. Arguable. But yes, we've established that. And that wasn't the question. The question was, is he going to I can't even keep up with him. Really? You can't keep up with him? I don't think anybody can. Why? Because he's always lost. He's not there. He even has a fake set. He doesn't even, he doesn't even give any Oval Office addresses. Why? Why is the White House closed? Why is nobody there? Nobody's ever there. If you follow Richard Citizen Journalist, you see that there's nobody ever there. Biden sure as hell isn't there. He's in Delaware. Getting his diaper changed, sucking on chocolate ice cream. He's the president of the United States. I can't even keep up with him. That was I mean, these people just have no idea what they're saying. What it really means is they have no idea how to answer that because they know that Biden is gone like the wind. Gone like a fart from yesterday. <laughs> we hope anyway. Oh, anyway, folks, we got to move on. I told you yesterday. That this trans, bi, gay, non-binary, gender, this, that, and the other. Basically, confusion and mental illness is nothing but a trend. It's a trend. However, we have to be careful because this trend is turning into an actual movement. And when a trend becomes a movement, well, then you have Antifa and BLM. And if it wasn't for these corrupt politicians funding them, they would never have the chance to evolve from a crappy trend to an even crappier movement. We talked about that yesterday for a little while. But here's, worse, here's something worse than anything, folks. Donald Trump told us back when COVID first started, we cannot let the disease or the cure be worse than the disease. 
meaning we cannot lock everybody down. We cannot make everybody antisocial, especially with the way these kids are, de- are dealt with today and all the drugs these kids are on. We cannot let the cure become worse than the disease. Then all of a sudden we saw a massive spike in domestic abuse. We saw a massive spike in depression. But worst of all, we saw a massive spike in child and teenage suicides. But here's something that's even worse than all of that, folks, or just as bad, I should say, that what's, more than, what's worse than suicide. But a new Heritage Foundation study shows very drastically that youth suicide rates are significantly higher in states where puberty blockers and trans drugs are easily accessible for children and not needing parental guidance to have. A new, so this is going to link the child and, and, and teenage suicide, not only with two years of being locked down and being antisocial, but also because of this crazy transgender, bi-queer stupidity that we're dealing with, pushing it on our children because it's already causing them to have identity crises that they will never recover from. A new study by the Heritage Foundation has revealed staggering evidence showing that access to puberty blockers and other trans-affirming drugs causes a much higher likelihood of youth suicide. The study, which was conducted by Dr. J. Green, with an E on the end, comes in response to a growing number of states and legislators who are pushing these damaging drugs, which have been traditionally used to chemically castrate sex offenders, and pedophiles as a solution to, be, to the skyrocketing suicide rate in the United States that's being driven by the left's insane gender ideology. This is so incredibly sad. But in reality, the cure has done nothing but exasperate the problem, and Green proves it by breaking the data down state by state. And what he found that in states that allow minors to receive drugs like puberty blockers for gender affirmation, the rate of suicide among young people aged 12 to 23 is substantially higher. 1.6 additional suicides per 100,000 than in states that do not allow easy access to these transgender drugs. So screw facts, screw stats, screw math and numbers. We believe in common core and that there's no such thing as gender says Democrats. Additionally, when accounting for only the states that allow minors access to gender reassignment procedures without parental consent, the suicide rate gets even worse, ballooning to an additional 3.5 suicides per 100,000. That's almost triple for states that don't allow parents to consent. A massive increase when the baseline rate for youth suicide is 11.1 per 100,000 today because of drugs, queer gender-affirming, crazy mental breakdowns, access to these puberty blockers and chemical castration uh, 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 drugs. That's what the problem is here, folks. And who's pushing that? The godless left, not the godly right. So when people say, I don't want to take sides, that's because they're cowards. Pick a side, good or evil. Unfortunately, we did not give that ultimatum. 
That's the ultimatum that Satan and you are giving the rest of the world. And by God, I'm going to be on the good side with God, no matter what. Because that side doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Well, I don't want to pick sides. Then shut up and I don't want to have a conversation with you. Period. We're not at a moment where we can go, come on, guys, we're all one country. That's not the case anymore. We are two separate countries again, and we are so far apart that the only thing that is going to bring us back together is either peace through strength or something that I don't want to mention. That's just where we are. We did not give that ultimatum. You did. And we'll be damned if we're just going to sit down, let you roll over us, and rape our kids. Not going to happen. Now, speaking of transgenders, I told you the other day, I told you that these, um, these parents, these tranny parents of these tranny kids in Texas were going to file a lawsuit against Ken Paxton and against the state of Texas for investigating them on child abuse charges just because they want to chemically castrate or maybe even physically castrate their child so that their child can be the little girl they've always wanted. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we have such a problem in our country because a Texas judge has literally, temporarily blocked the child abuse investigations from Ken Paxton and the Texas Attorney General's office into parents of transgender minors. Last week, Friday, a Texas judge temporarily blocked the state from investigating parents of transgender children for child abuse. ABC News reported that the temporary restraining order was issued by District Judge Jan Soifer, S-O-I-F-E-R. It halts investigations into three families of transgender children who are suing the state over investigations. At the end of a 40-minute hearing, Soifer reportedly said that families will suffer immediate and irreparable injury. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Like those children are not going to suffer immediate and irreparable injury? What is wrong with people? I'll tell you what's wrong with people. They don't go by the Constitution. They are literally failing their oaths to office. And when power is regained, these people need to be removed by force and jailed. They broke the oath to the Constitution, period. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if you're a SCOTUS. I don't care if you're a federal judge. I don't care if you're a county judge. If you break your oath to the Constitution, you should be locked up. Set that bar, and I guarantee you that every judge out there will judge based on the Constitution and not their very biased, ridiculous stupidity that they rely on to get through each and every day. Jan Seufer, ladies and gentlemen. I got to move to some good news for a minute. Let me take a drink of my coffee. All right, it's always a good day in America when another racist burn, loot, murder member or a chapter co-founder gets arrested and jailed in this country because that's what they are, they're terrorists, okay? If you out there think that the Proud Boys are terrorists but don't want to put Antifa and BLM in that same umbrella even though they're not even, in, they're not even on the same planet, then you've got a problem. But I'm happy. I'm very happy because the courthouse is closed for fumigation. That's not why I'm happy. I'm happy 
because the person responsible for the courthouse closing for fumigation was a burn loot murder chapter co-founder who was arrested after hundreds of cockroaches were released in a New York courthouse. This is how scummy these people are. This is how disgusting these people are. The co-founder of the BLM chapter in upstate New York was arrested last week after left-wing demonstrators released hundreds of cockroaches inside an Albany courthouse as she was facing arraignment. Of course, you don't want to go there and face the news, do you? Following the incident on Tuesday, Kleina Lightborn, 34 years old, was taken into custody by the Albany Police Department and charged with obstruction of governmental, uh, of governmental administration, tampering with physical evidence, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. Lightborn, in addition to three other activists, appeared in court for their scheduled arraignment. But during the proceedings, several Black Lives Matter members in the audience began a planned disruption inside the courtroom. In addition to the typical screeching and mindless chanting that you hear from the burn, loot, murder terrorists, the crazed activists released hundreds of cockroaches from Tupperware containers that were smuggled into the building, forcing the courtroom to close for the rest of the day in order to fumigate. And in doing so, they picked up more charges. Stupid, mindless street freaks. During the commotion, Lightborn, who formerly worked for the New York Senate Democratic Conference Service Office, there you go, aim high, began filming the incident with her phone. She was arrested after an officer took her phone and she attempted to get it back, according to sources who spoke with the Washington Times. Scumbags, folks. Excrement of our society. Sick, disgusting individuals who have no sense, no path of morality, and have no God in their lives. And unfortunately, folks, I know we get mad. I do. I know we get upset. I know we yell. I know we call these people brainless and stupid. But really, I think we should pray for them. That's what God would do. That's what Jesus would do. He might flip a few tables, but he would pray for them. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, much as I don't like to do it. Lord and Heavenly Father, we come to you as children of God, humbly asking that you touch the hearts of these very evil people who wish to do us harm, wish to do harm to our country, and wish to transform this country into an evil place for our children, a devil's playground. Lord, please, please, they know not what they do. They have no God in their lives. And we ask that you, through the Holy Spirit, touch their hearts and turn them to a path of godliness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, if we believe in the power of prayer, then we have to believe that it will help even the low, 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 low people like the BLM and Antifa members of our society. We have to believe it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some great news to end the show. So, (laughs) I know it's been a rough day. We've had a lot of people here. We had a lot of beautiful donations for Samantha and her family. We've made a lot of people happy, and we've made a big difference. All glory to God. But today, I got to end with a story that makes me smile from ear to ear. And that is 14 countries have now banned Disney's new Toy Story movie featuring Buzz Lightyear 
from playing to their public. Why? Because Disney decided in backlash and basically to get even with Ron DeSantis that they would add a gay kiss scene in the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear movie where Buzz Lightyear happens to be gay at the end and kisses another dude. Now, that wasn't originally in the movie. Disney did that because for backlash against Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislation and the people of Florida who clearly did not want the grooming company of America to continue getting um, tax breaks and to continue getting special treatment. So what did Disney do? They said, fine. Well, if you're going to do that to us, then we are going to just basically do exactly what you're accusing us of, and we're going to add a gay kiss scene into Buzz Lightyear. Well, guess who won't be watching the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear movie in our house? Everybody. We weren't going to watch it anyway. But the fact is, matter is, folks, is God is working because 14 countries have banned Disney's movie in their country. Now, they might not be countries that I agree with on anything else, but if we're going to take down the groomer, com- the grooming company of America, I'm all about it. Disney will be unable to show Lightyear, the latest Pixar movie in the Toy Story franchise, in at least 14 Middle Eastern countries and Asian countries due to homosexual content in the film. The Disney movie feature is still uncertain in China, the largest global movie market. I guarantee you they're going to stop it too. The Lightyear producer told the outlet that Chinese officials asked for cuts to the film, but Disney declined. The producer said she assumed the movie would not open there either. Ha <laughs> ha, God works in great ways. He uses the most unlikely people to do the greatest things. The United Arab Emirates banned the film, saying the relationship violated its content standards. The film is also banned in Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Indonesia, Malaysia, Lebanon, all of which are Muslim-majority nations where homosexuality is illegal or greatly frowned upon. So, like I said, not that I ever agree with the United Arab Emirates, not that I ever agree with any of these Muslim countries on how things should be done, but in this case, I think that it is very, very safe to say that they should get Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, Egypt, all of you, all those countries that decided to ban the woke grooming company of America's new film because they wanted to do something out of spite. How's that working out for you? (laughs) I absolutely love it. I love it. And you know what, folks? It's good. Get rid of your Disney Plus. Get rid of them. You don't need them. Get rid of your Netflix. Get rid of these woke companies that are going to just constantly push back against our culture and get you some Rise TV. Huh? Let me actually, let me actually read. I want to read the actual specifics of this for anybody who doesn't know what Rise TV is. Okay? It says, you're probably the kind of person who knows there's more to the world than what the mainstream media is telling you. You know that the truth does exist and you know that there has to be hope. And that's why I want to introduce Rise.TV, which is a home for seekers who want truth with a smile. Rise TV has an amazing community and a massive library of original, uncensored content on all topics you need to know and understand in our crazy world today. So go to Rise.TV. Sign up today, $9.99 a month. They've got a massive, massive library. And guess what? LFA TV might be the first live network that Rise TV carries. We talked to them yesterday. They're great people. Great, great conservative uh, Christian men. And uh, they just, hey, they want... 
they want this country back on track. So, folks, who knows? Live from America, LFA TV, who knows where the limit is, but I'll tell you what, we'll go as far as God wants us to go. How about that? Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Check out all the new merchandise. Of course, we got the One Nation Under God flag back. But check this out, too. Let me, let's go to the store real quick. Because we've got, of course, the 20% off. But check out. There they are, folks. The Pledge of Allegiance flags. Pledge of Allegiance flag shirts where it's in the shape of a flag and it says the entire Pledge of Allegiance on there. Make sure you go there, get your 20% off, get it now for Father's Day. And folks, remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Go to uh, JeremyHerald.com, sign up for the newsletter, sign up if you need a Bible. I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. For more Live from America, until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. See you at 5 p.m., guys. Peace.